So this is the tentatively uh, titled first episode. Maybe it's like the test episode. Unclear yet whether this is going to make it onto the internet waves or not. Correct. Mawaka Media Podcast. Absolutely. Brought to you by me. I'm George Sanchez. (laughs) And you are? I'm Carlos Escanilla. And we're here uh, to do this thing that we've been talking about now for like a long time. Yes, absolutely. And so first thing we should talk about um, is like what, why do, how do we come up with Moaka? Like what is it mm-hmm. for people who don't know? Correct. Okay, so you tell me. Well, George and I go to the same uh, CrossFit box and he was going there, this CrossFit Soul Miami, and um, he was already going there when, when I started. And when I started, um, I, I originally went in the morning. And then from there, I started going in the afternoon. And when I went to the afternoon, I met a, a group of people there, a group of guys that would refer to themselves as men of a certain age. Because we're all like mid-30s at that time. At that time. Yeah. yeah. Like and now we're all like short 40s. Well, we're all 40. 40, yeah, that's yeah. right. Now that's, this is 40. This is 40. This is 40. Hashtag this is 40. Yeah. And, and, but we were already referring to ourselves as men of a certain age. And I want to believe, and I could be wrong, that I'm the one who created the acronym and just started saying Moaka. And then I, I would add the years to it. So Moaka 18. And now we're in Moaka 19. So whenever we have like a good workout, and you know, like we'll text each other, hey, great workout, and I'll put hashtag Moaka19. You know, and and then you and I in our conversations realize that there's just a lot of topics within this phase of life with men of yeah, a certain age. A certain age. That are just not being touched, like not being talked about. So I consume a lot of like not like a lot of like media that is like I would say internet based, like between you know, YouTube and like Instagram videos and different apps that I follow that produce their own content. And there's like, and like, you know, in different, uh, you know, Facebook and Instagram and a lot of media that is, I would say like non-traditional or like internet-based media. Um, and uh, I know that a lot of the things I, that I find myself reading usually are geared toward like it's like a very specific group of people and it's a definitely not like men in their 40s. Nope. You know, I, when I look and, and then when I, when I realized this, because you and I talk about this, yeah. when I realized this, I started looking at like, I was like, what do men in their 40s look for? Look at, and it's like all that stuff to me, what I found when I talked to you about this was like, it is like, like three main groups. It is like, Sports, 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 sports. Correct. ESPN, sports, football, sports, sports, sports. That's or right. boobs, 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 boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Maxim, girls, and and then what was the other one? Like cars, action, you know, Michael Bay stuff, movies. Yeah. All the things we're told we're supposed to like. Is And, and then, yeah, and then you, I know that you have, you know, your thoughts on like, the idea of like what it is to be like a you know a man and masculine and yeah. it, I mean which 
you're straight, I'm not, I'm gay. And so I have a completely different idea and I have a completely different like, like the last 20 years of my life, which have like really formed myself into an adult male in his 40s, a man of a certain age, right. like my jello mold is filled differently than your jello mold, um, which I think is what I like about the idea of this podcast. Sure. Is how we navigate the world and the similarities, the differences, and then and just like there's like an entire subsect of people who are not being talked to. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, I, I feel this is the you know unless you're like uh, boobs and right boobs sports, sports. and cards, <laughs> you know and uh, and I, I love boobs but I don't I'm not big on sports and I'm not big on cars I mean you know like I'm one of these people who I can afford to get a brand new car but I have an old beat up car and it's paid for and I love it and I don't I'm not one of these guys you know you talk engines to me I get, I I know how to change a tire. I know how to check the oil in my car. I can check the battery. I can replace a battery. That's it. I'm, other than that, you start talking to me about whatever on a car. I don't know, and that doesn't make me any less masculine. <laughs> you know, well, that's that's. I that's know fine. how to do all those things on my 1981 Honda Civic, which is where I learned how to do it when I was 16 yes. because my dad taught me. But I couldn't do it on the car that I have now. Oh yeah. Now I know to call somebody and pick it up and take it. No, yeah. but I knew I learned all those things because my father thought it was important that a I learned how to drive a car that was a standard transmission, mm -hmm. so I can drive a manual transmission car. Two, being able to change the tires on that car in case you got a flat, so I was able to do that. And B, check the oil of your car. And like top off the fluids and stuff like that. There you go. And I think, you know, it, it, but there's a world out there, uh, and we're here in Miami, Florida, by the way, and some of the background noise uh, you'll hear is, is thunder and rain, and that's just part of our everyday life, so enjoy, so you'll, you know, share that with us. Uh, the, what, I, when I started noticing things shifting for me was I'm raising two boys. So I have Michael who's 12, Matthew who's 10. And I was realizing how hard it was to raise boys because now what, what, they, what we're teaching, what's traditionally taught to boys, a lot of it is no longer welcomed or it's not applied or it's not being, or it's not, it's just not working, you know? Um, the, the, the thing like, for example, is I'm a big fan of that women can do everything men can do. I'm a fan of that. But I'm also a fan of that men can do whatever women can do. So meaning that they can show emotion. They don't have to internalize. You know, they, like all these things where if you don't know about cars doesn't mean you're not a, any more or less of a man. You know, for example, if we're going with that example, right? Sure. You know, things like that. Um, and, and, and I think that men are struggling and it's just I, I find society very funny because we have all just kind of embraced this concept that men die younger than women really yes I think we've just all embraced that concept that men for the most part die younger than women do and nobody ever says well I'm sure people have but traditionally socially people don't say hey but why Right? What's going on? And yeah, I'm not saying we're being super innovative in this podcast. Yes, it has been talked about, but people aren't doing anything about it. You know, like a lot of guys aren't going out and getting themselves checked out. They're internalizing their emotions. They were taught that they can't, you know, share certain things and act a certain way. And, you know, and, and the whole thing of like, 
you know what masculinity is what is it? i mean that's 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 really i mean men of men of a certain age struggle with certain things where where's where's my space you know i think that being like oh i want to i might get in trouble for this but i'm just going to say it i think that if you are like a white heterosexual male in 2019 the united states of america you've got a target on your back and so you've got some guys who are just trying to like avoid being the target um, and they don't know what to do with themselves because traditionally like the white straight man in the United States has been like the patriarchy, has had all the power, has had um, all the privilege, all most if not all the advantage. Mm. Um, and that tide is turning mm. fast. Mm. Um, and so I, you've got people that would say that it's unfair or they feel like they're the new minority. So there's like, so it's where it's July and last month was, was Pride Month, June yeah. is Pride Month. And in response to that, there was a group of like straight people in Boston who felt some kind of way about it. So they organized themselves and petitioned um, the, I don't know if it was the city of Boston or whatever other commonwealth within Boston to have a straight pride parade um, <laughs> to okay. acknowledge the fact that, you know, the heterosexual male is being like left behind and it's right. to, to celebrate, you know, their, you know, their, their heterosexuality, which is, it's laughable because you know the the idea of gay pride isn't become as of a celebration of it's it is a celebration of who we are, but really started because it was a protest right. against oppression, and it has since you know turned into this big celebration. Mm. But originally it was a riot, and then the year the first year they did it was a commemoration of the riot. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. And so that's the Stonewall riot, the Stonewall riots that people are very aware of, and that happened in June and June Pride Month today. It, the, its birthplace, its like its initiation was the Stonewall riot, and the year oh. after in New York was the very first time there was a march, and that march was a protest. Okay. Um, and it was a protest, and it was also like a visibility thing. Like we are a group of people, we're gonna march down the streets, and we're gonna let everybody know that we're here, we're queer, and we're not going anywhere. Um, so get used to it, you know. Right. Uh, and uh, I think it's easy for people to, in a minority, to like wrap themselves around that as an identifier especially like if you've been through any kind of oppression mm -hmm. um i am not a traditional like guy um even though i present very masculine in the world so if i like mm -hmm. walk down the street you know in my plain clothes um people would see me and they would say man male guy big strong yep. Yep. Um, but then I open my mouth and like I sound like a big lady. Like I have this like very, <laughs> I have this very. My whole life I've had like this gay voice. I have gay voice. I have. I am George Sanchez and I have gay voice and I've always had it. I think it's awesome. And man. there's not. It is what it is. Like it is. Like it people is. would call the house and they'd be like, um, Mrs. Sanchez, hi, I'm calling from AT and I'm like, Mom, no, it's not my mom. I'm a boy. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, I just, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and, and so, but I have that, you know, I don't, I don't, there's, there's advantages that I have to being, to looking and presenting a certain way. Like right. I feel like I don't get messed with. Like mm -hmm. I feel like I don't feel, I take, I have a privilege of being able to like walk around the streets at night and like, feel like I'm not going to get hurt. Even though I, I'm definitely aware of things like, I'm just like, you know, there was a time that I lived like in downtown, 
Um, and I would like walk, you know, the streets like late at night and it was dark and I never felt like I was going to be in trouble. Right. Like people were like, do you feel safe in that area? I'm like, I feel fine. I don't know that I would tell my little sister to live here by right. herself. You could see how other people might be worried. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, as far as like for today, like we're talking about like, what is Moaka and what is men and men of a certain age. And I, that's kind of like. That's how I see it. It encompasses so much. That's, sure. That's the thing. It encompasses so much because there's a lot of, it, there's there's this, in your, things you do in your 20s, there's things you accomplish in your 30s, and then then all of a sudden, 40s, there's like this, I feel like there's like a lull, right? And it's just kind of like, okay, you're, you're, you're coasting now. But we're not. There's so many things that we're stressing about, that we're worrying about. There's, uh, I mean, anxiety and stress is through the roof, and there's so many opinions about so many different things all over the place all the time that i get lost in it i don't know you know what what to even begin addressing which is you know in future episodes we're going to be narrowing that down but like it's it's there's so many different things because one thing that you, you something you said triggered this but you know i always think that our generation and my my kids' generation, they're gonna be paying the price as men for the men that behaved the way they did. Like in if you ever watch Mad Men, you know, like I feel like that's like our generation, their generation's gonna be like paying like, oh, you know, men, you know, stop doing that bad man, you know, like you know, you don't, sure. it, you know, it's like, well, you know, I'm just living my life, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to be as loving and kind and fair as possible. And I'm always going to open up the door, not only for a lady, but for anybody, because I'm a decent human being. I want to believe I am, you know what I mean? So, yeah. When was the last time you opened the door for somebody? All the time. Did it yesterday. I mean, there's so many sliding doors now, so it's matter of oh. like, do you like just put your foot there and like, and like, let me run in front of you yeah, so yeah, that yeah. I slide the yeah, door yeah. open and then let like, me kick. let me just let me do the kick. So oh, and yeah. I trip the old lady. Yeah, yeah, the yeah like, I was doing the whole like with at Starbucks the other day. This lady's like walking fast, and then I start walking fast to the door, and she's walking fast to the door, and I know that it's this mentality of I need to get there first, me first, right? And then I get to the door, I beat her to the door, and I opened it up for her. But you were racing to the door to open it for her. Yeah. And she was racing to the door the same way that people like race to a red light in Miami traffic. Because they're like, you're not going to get in front of me. Correct. Okay, yeah, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, let me be chivalrous. And she's like, you're not going to get in front. You're not cutting me off. It's hard. It's hard. Let me tell you, it's getting a little bit harder to be chivalrous. It's getting a little bit more difficult. You know, I mean, my son had an issue at school where he... You had a girl tell him, you don't have to open up the door for me. I can do it. You know, he's like, I'm just being a nice person. You know, and it's, it's scary, isn't it? Like that's, I mean, she's an, not an wrong. She do, he doesn't have to open the door for her. And, and he knows he doesn't have to. And that's fine. And now he doesn't, and now, I, you know, you could be, you could just, he could take that as a lesson. Like, okay, Susie, I will, you're right. I don't have to open the door for you. So next time I won't. Right. You can open your own doors. I will still open the door for, you know, Michelle and Cindy and any other one because that's who I am. And, right. you know, I think it's courteous um, to do so. I mean, I think the way he handled it was, I think it's true. It's like, it's not because you're a girl. It's do you, because I'm going to open up the door for anybody. Do you find yourself like, okay, it's be, like I think this kind of, this behavior goes in the same direction. Like, do you, do you pull out chairs? 
Yeah. Like, do you pull Lauren? Like, so you, no, I you don't. pull her I, chair. Guilty? Off her? I do not. No, I do don't. Do you I open don't. the car door for her? If I could, but my car doesn't. The keyless entry doesn't work. So, and it doesn't have a uh, the keyhole on the other on the passenger side. So you have to get into your car first, and then you, yeah. So you do you do like the reach around, and you open the. I, I will if, sometimes do the reach around, or I'll just kind of unlock it and look at her and give her the nod. <laughs> You don't like you don't open the door on the inside. That's you know that's the trick, right? Like, if, does he open the door from the inside? What's the there was what's that movie that where if the girl reaches over to unlock your door, she's the one. Like you open the door for the girl, right? And then she's supposed to like reach open, yes. and open the door for you. Yes. What is that? I don't know what that's from. That's from a Bronx Tale. That's from a movie called The Bronx Tale. Really? Excellent movie. Yes. Okay. It says if she's a keeper. Yes. <laughs> if she does that, yeah, that's that's the one. Um, what what other things do you feel men of a certain age? And what are we determining as men of a certain age? What is the where, where does that well, begin? It's us. We right. are. We've decided that we are men of a certain age. Yes. And we are both forty. Yes. We were both born in nineteen seventy nine. Yes. Um, and so we are a men of a certain age. Seven days apart. <laughs> we're seven days apart. I'm seven days older. Team Aries. Team Aries. That's Absolutely. right. We're very much Aries, and you'll learn that about us throughout time. Yes. And I'd say people who are... I would relate to somebody who's... I would relate to people... I relate people to people who are, like, five years younger than me and five years older than me. It's kind of like a plus minus five median. Yes, yes. And so... Kind of like what we do with macros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, you know, I feel like, you know, with regard to, like, all of our, like, weightlifting and CrossFit stuff... 35 is masters and we are masters yep and so yeah 35 plus 35 plus and then we have the exceptions so one of the guys for example in our box uh david he he had uh he's a very young father his daughter is like 13 years old he's like 29 or 30 something like that so he is an honorary moaka wait who are you talking about david roig okay he's 30 or something like that. Really? I don't know. Sorry, David. I might I might have overshot. Maybe he's like 28, 29. He's, oh, for real? Yeah, for real. He's young. Damn. But he's I thought for sure he was our age. But I mean, when you're raising kids, I mean that that experience puts you. It kind of shifts you into that men of a certain age. Kind oh, of let's life do that. Experience. Okay, fine. I, this is a good segment. I think this great. Like, so let's do like plus minuses. Like, so we start with our age. So our yes. real age is 40. 40. And then there are things that are going to age us. Yes. Plus, and there are things that are going to like subtract from us. Okay. And so, like, I do not have kids. So I definitely feel that's like a minus 10. 10? <laughs> wow. You know what? I'm going with I mean, that. If I David like it. is, if David is, like, in his, like, if he's not yet 30, and we're assuming he's, like, 35, or, I mean, if he's 28, and now we're going to make him at least 35, okay, seven. Seven years. For, right. We'll do the math. I feel like kids is a plus if you have kids you add seven absolutely if you don't have kids okay i like that let's go so we're going seven we're going seven okay so all right so that puts you at what 33 Uh uh-huh okay yeah yeah okay all right and then you you're 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 healthy you work out you you've been Uh i don't know if you're okay with me sharing this you've been sober for yes i've been sober now for like three years a little bit over three years okay yeah, so I mean, minus, 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 minus. No, see, minus, but like, minus. I feel like sober doesn't make you so. I feel no. like sober would be like, it's because you parted hard. Oh, that's and right. so now you've got to, like, oh, you've, 
you're, you stopped drinking, which meant you drank a lot. Right, yeah, yeah, okay, you're you right. You had to become sober, so you so have... So is it a wash? Uh-huh. Is it like a wash? So is that it like, like, like... For every year you're sober, that, like, that's... Okay, we'll make it... So I'm three years sober, so I'll, I'll do plus three. Perfect, okay, okay, I like that. I like that, okay. So now I'm at 37. 37. Okay. You work out a lot. Yes? Yes, I work out. I mean, I, yes, I work out a lot. Okay. Well, well not, you, I mean, let's... Well, not a lot, but... Uh, yeah, a lot. No, I wouldn't no, work. We I've, worked, hard. I've worked out more. Like I've spent more time like working out than I am doing now. I right now I feel very good about the amount of working out that I'm doing. Okay. Just like I do one CrossFit class a day, and I tr my my goal is to do that six days a week. Okay, and but you've been doing CrossFit for ten years. Yeah, I've been doing CrossFit for ten years. So plus how? What is that? Minus, I mean, thirty. So we're at thirty-seven years old. Let's subtract. How do you? How many years are we subtracting due to ten years of CrossFit? I would say. Put you back at thirty-three. Let's do like. Mm, I don't know. Like divided by three, maybe like you get point three. You get like a third of a year back for every year of CrossFit that you do. All right, that's a lot of math for me. Okay. <laughs> So, can we just put it at 35? Yes. 35. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll put 35. Okay. All right. Now, I also look at you and David, your, your partner, right? Yeah. Your husband. 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 Sorry. I look at you as adults. I don't look at myself as an adult. I look at you as. We're in, by the way, we're in George and David's beautiful home, and we just had an awesome workout outside, and then we jumped in the pool because they have a pool, which is a huge treat for me. I don't think I've ever had a pool in my house ever in my life. So that was a big, big treat always. And, um, and then, you know, he, he made this delicious, like really professionally made protein shake for me. And I'm like, wow, like I am so not an adult, <laughs> you know, I, you know, for reasons that we'll get into, I guess at some other point or maybe soon, maybe even in this segment, um, you know, I currently don't even own my home. You know, I don't own a home. Right. Um, so I'm very much in this, like, I've always been 10 years behind my contemporaries in career choice. I went and got my master's at 30. Okay. Right. Um, I, I, I know that's actually, it's not true because I did buy my first house at 25. So I, I guess I was a little bit young that then, but I, 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 so I look at you guys as adults, believe it or not. So I have reaped the so, benefit of, of marrying into adulthood. Okay. I think David has been an adult since he was like 19 years old. Mm. Um, and he's very, very, very adult-like in that, in that sense. Like his mm. personality is very like driven. He's super organized. He's ultra um, responsible, especially yeah, fiscally responsible. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, you know, there's a lot of th those like pros that he have that have like washed over onto me I'm not that way like five so David and I got to I moved in with David in May of 2014 and from there forward I've grown up a lot okay um, but really it's because of him like so we're not adding years to that no I, I mean for me personally like the idea of being like financially responsible truthfully appearance wise it would make me seem like an adult and I may get credit for that but I just lucked out. Like okay. I'm very fortunate. Well, good for I, you, man. Well, good for you. Like, yeah, that's a awesome, wise man. Person. Um, so you're still, we're still at 35. You're 35. So 35. And then there's this, the aura, the the intangible, 
just you have this certain level of like energy and youth to you that I just automatically subtract another two or three years. Like I'd put you at 32. Okay. I take it. I think it. <laughs> I'll totally take it. Absolutely. I don't think it. I don't feel any different than I did. I mean, no, that's not true. There. I mean, there's just, then there's, you have to add like the general decaying that happens mm-hmm. with age. You know, like I wear glasses, and that happened at 35. You know, yep, so, same here. So you know, I wear glasses. That's a year of age. So not th- we have glorious, beautiful gray hair too. I have lots of gray hair. We do. We have gray hair. It's great. That, that's another year it's phenomenal. on the mark. You know, yeah. I have like baggage, like bags under my eyes and like yeah. my face. Like I look at my face sometimes very close in the mirror and I'm like that. Oh, that's new. Right. That line is new. Yeah. Um, I have like, I have the old man pee syndrome where yeah. I wake up in the middle of the night because I have to go pee. That didn't happen <laughs> five years ago, yeah, you know. And yeah. so when the dust all settles, you know, I would say I'm a youthful 40. Okay. You know, like maybe 37. Okay. Um, let, we're going to stick with 37 for George. I like it. I see it. Um, from, from now on to me, you are 37 years old. I mean, let's, let, let the gravestone yeah. say that at the end. Perfect. Like, yes, absolutely. Died although, at 37. Although I do enjoy, so George and I were, uh, like I mentioned earlier, we're seven days apart. And I turned 40 seven days later. Um, he, he turned 40. And we were communicating a lot before turning 40 and the approach to 40 and he pointed me to um, to a podcast another podcast I forgot what it's called with um, RuPaul okay yeah and there was this podcast where there's a specific moment where he says the party starts at 40 yeah yeah the party starts at 40 so that that actually helped me so much turn 40 you know, like when when I, I I replayed that part of that podcast specifically, I'll share it once if this ever goes up, I'll put it in the notes um, and I'll even put the minute that he goes into saying this. But the party starts at 40. And you know what? I'm actually feeling that I've I've haven't had a, a drink in 110 days now. OK. And I just feel amazing. Amazing. Um, Why did you stop? Huh? Why did you stop? I, 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 at this point, so here's a good Moaka moment, uh-huh. right? Men of a certain age. Um, I'm, I'm getting checked out in a couple of weeks by an endocrinologist to see. I just want to make sure everything's okay because, and I hope everything is. Uh, a couple of things have been going on, but the, the main thing that really called my attention is that really suddenly I started reacting poorly to alcohol. So it wasn't just, I always had really bad withdrawal symptoms, meaning that two or three days after drinking, I would feel, I mean, go stoops stoops of depression, Uh extreme anxiety, my life is horrible, uh, never to the point of like suicide watch or anything like that, but but like mental you know, absolutely, stuff, like absolutely mental health, ab- and it, that's just alcohol withdrawal. I uh-huh. just felt those withdrawal symptoms stronger than most people, um, and and that was alarming because if you start doing if you start counting the days, if I drink on a Saturday, I'm not good till Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, and then I'm good Wednesday, Thursday, start drinking Friday. So really, out of seven days, I'm enjoying two days of my life every week. If you, if you, and that, those numbers I wasn't happy with, but it wasn't enough for me to stop drinking. And then when I started getting really worried is 
when I, my whole body would shut down after one beer. So then it's it stopped being fun while drinking, which is the reason a lot of people drink. It's the during. Sure. It's not for the hangover, right? So I'm like, wait a minute. If I'm not having fun while I'm drinking, then then first of all, why? Because I'm looking around and I'm asking people, my contemporaries, people between 35, anybody 35 and up, hey, does this happen to you? And nobody's saying yes. Everyone's like, no, I feel great when I drink. I have a good time, blah, blah, blah. I light up. I was shutting down. I mean, one beer and I just wanted to go to sleep. I wanted to leave. I would get social anxiety. I was like, this is oh, wow. this is awful. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm uncomfortable. Um, and, and then that's it. And my, on my birthday, my birthday, March 31st, uh, my celebration was March 30th and I drank. March 31st on my birthday, I was already sober. So I had my last beer on March 30th at 11.58 p.m. I okay. chugged a beer at Lincoln's Beard Brewing, a local brewery here in Miami, um, and and that was it. Were you drinking it like, this is the last beer, and on my birthday, I am going to be sober? Like, did you make that conscious decision? Like, I am not drinking, because I mean, 11.58, the, like two minutes before yeah. your actual yeah. like birthday, to me, seems like a very like specific, Timestamp. Yeah, it, it, but it was. It definitely was a coincidence, though. Okay. It was a coincidence, okay. but in the back of my head, in that moment, I was already pretty gone. But in that in that moment, <laughs> I said, "I hope this chugging this beer uh -huh. will help me feel shitty enough the next morning, okay, to get me to stop." Okay. And that's exactly what happened. I woke up the next morning. I felt like a piece of shit. Yes. And we're gonna curse on this podcast. Oh, absolutely. Okay, great. Absolutely. And I. <laughs> And then yeah, my youngest son asked me on New Year's, he said, why do you drink? He goes, I notice our entire family drinks. Uh -huh. And they get really silly and get, they get weird. And why do you drink though? And I got really upset because I couldn't answer him. I didn't, the fact that I didn't have an answer it's, for him. You answer because you can. You well, drink because you can. Well, yeah, that's the. But because he, for I, so long you cannot drink. You're right. not allowed to drink. You know, like kids. No, alcohol is for adults, 21 and older. Right. And so, like, we drink because we can. It's true. It's true. It's, it's like a rite of passage. We can. It's, it, and, you know, I have nothing against drinking. I miss drinking. I do. I do miss it. I do miss the way I used to feel when I drink. But I'm, now I'm being a mature adult 40-year-old and saying, okay, wait a minute. I'm not just going to sit here and accept the fact that I am reacting to alcohol differently to everybody else. I need to go get checked out. Sure, I, I'm checking out everything. Um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm checking out my testosterone. I'm checking out. Well, my testosterone is for next week, and then the following week is the endocrinologist. And I'm just gonna. I want to start making sure that everything is okay. And I'm actually starting to make appointments for my 40 year old stuff. My 40 year old appointments. That's definitely something that happens in your 40s, like doctors, doctors, <laughs> specialists. Specialists. Yeah, it's, it's not just the doctor anymore. The yeah. doctor was up to 40. Like here's your blood work. You're good. I'll see you. I'll you're see you right. next year. Yes, you're right. I guess I you know, yes, yes. Uh, you know, see you next. Oh, something's going on now. You have to go see a specialist. But now <laughs> it's now it's never been because of your age. Now it's because of your age. Oh, remember you're 40 now. So um, a colonoscopy might have be you in had order. The colonoscopy? Okay, no, nope, yeah, okay, I have neither, not. Neither have it. My, I had a I had a co I had a boss who used to call it Toby the robot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
But to- so in my head, like, yeah, the- have you seen- have you visit have had a visit with Toby the robot, <laughs> the colonoscopy? No, no. And I know this because so the front- so oh, David yeah. is five years older than I am, and so okay. I see, and he's like, he loves. I, I'm, he. I think he loves the doctor. Yeah. Like you know, people who like love going to the doctor. Well, I mean, I, they may not say they love going to the doctor, but like they're always at the doctor. Oh, I, no, I love going to the doctor. I, I I love being in hospitals. I find it safe. What? Yeah, I know. No. I know. I know. Especially like in Hispanic culture. No. Hispanic. Oh, I don't know if it's just yes, Hispanic right culture, about that. but like, it, but it, when I say that, and like the older Hispanic folks, they listen to me and they go, "What are you talking about? No, you go to the hospital to die." And I'm like, that's not true. You go to the hospital, there's all these specialists, all these fancy machines, and you know, like if I wanna have, obviously if, if, I, if I'm gonna have a heart attack, I wanna have it at a hospital, you know? So they get attention right away, you know what I mean? Like I find it like the safest place. I, Isn't that crazy? Yes, Yeah. I would say that. And I like going to the doctor. I loathe it. I just like, to me, it's like, yeah, I feel like those old people, like no, that is an association that I have with ill and infirm and death, and right. it's like, Ojo que no vie, corazón que no siente. Like if I don't want it, I don't want to, you know, I see no evil, he know, I don't want to look at it, I don't want to like ignore, ignore, ignore. Mm. Which is really immature, you know. <laughs> I think we're putting you at 30 now. <laughs> it's like, I, I didn't Minus, the, minus. Guy, I didn't go to the dentist for like 10 years. Oh, Between like 25 gosh. and 35, I did not go to the dentist. And when I did go back to the dentist, the amount of like, Work that had to get done. It was like cavity and root canal and like deep cleaning and like and all you know, this like, and I'm like, God <sighs> damn it! So like, you just go, go to the go to the dentist. Go to the dentist. You have to go to the dentist. Go to the dentist. And and if you know somebody, if this is, you know what the best thing about being a Mawaka is, you start meeting people who are dentists. Like your friends are dentists. We have people in our network. Like we have a guy that works out with us, James, whose wife is a phenomenal dentist. Is she your dentist? Yes. Really? She's amazing. I, I she's great, and uh, and so I I'll, I'll put her information in the notes. Um, but yeah, you know she she so it's so funny. It's weird when, you know, I go hey I need a you know I go on Facebook I need a recommendation for a cardiologist and one of my old friends from college is like one of the top cardiologist in South Florida and he's like hey over here and I'm like what I'm like last time I saw you we were drunk together <laughs> you know like you're definitely not checking out my heart but he he's actually very good at his work you know so we we need to start getting checked out cardiologist going to cardiologist I'm gonna go get endocrinologist and eventually the colonoscopy maybe maybe we we should do it together maybe it's like a two-for-one on colonoscopies you know like we should just like <laughs> 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 Let's just suffer together. We'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll do the live. We'll do the next podcast from the colonoscopy <laughs> office. I'll <laughs> drugged up. You're like, oh, what? Take yeah. Toby out. Um, Take Toby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I wonder, out of all the things we've talked about up to this point, somebody who's thirty-five. Um, uh, this is this podcast is for everybody. But if a male 35 and up is listening to this, I wonder how many things we've talked about that they're like, oh my gosh, people talk about that openly or, or. or I mean, how much of like, how much of, how open and receptive were you to information bef- like at that age? 
what age? I mean, like, I think when you talk about someone's experience, it's super unique to, like, like your experience is unique to you. You know, you talk about, yeah. like, having kids super... I mean, you had kids... How old were you when you had your kids? 27, which at the time wasn't considered not. old, but now it wasn't... It wasn't considered young. I'm sorry. At the time, it wasn't considered young. I think now, it's considered young. Well, you know, like my parents had us had me when they were young, so they yeah. were like in their early 20s when they had it. And I think okay. 27 is like what the someone age. would like the average age that. So it's not. Yeah. Um, as a person who doesn't have kids, I'd be like, oh my god, you're so, you have teenagers. <laughs> you have teenage. You're raising teenage boys. Uh, it's insane. yeah. It's crazy. Um, it's it's really it really is that that experience has just been. You know, any parents listening to this, you just, you know, it's just, it's such a, it's every day, it's nonstop. It's the best job in the world, but it sucks because there's no PTO. There's no time off, you know, and it's every, it's always something. And when you start getting one of your, one of your kids is going to be the forgetful one, right? One of your kids is going to be the kid where you go, hey, we have CrossFit tomorrow. And he forgets, you know, he's sleeping over at a friend's house. And I go, okay, make sure you take everything you need because I'm going to pick you up from your friend's house and we're going to go straight to CrossFit. And I pick him up and he's in sandals. Womp. And he's like, oh, my shoes. Oh, I forgot my shoes. How do you forget your shoes? You can't forget your shoes, right? So those are like things that you start. They start. You have to really. Meditation is a big thing for uh -huh. me. Meditation. You, started med you just started meditating. Yes. Two weeks ago. Yeah, it's good. It works. Does it? Yeah, and I've been preaching it for 10 years now to other people. I'm a, I'm a licensed... So you're 10 years into preaching it and two weeks into, into practicing. Into practicing. Okay, got it. I'm a, I'm a licensed mental health counselor, <laughs> and my patients have seen great results with it. But heal or heal thyself. I've never applied it to myself. <laughs> and uh, I just did. And man, it... Game changer. How do you meditate? I just use Headspace. I use an app, guided meditation. They tell me how to breathe, what to do, and what not to. They tell me what not to think about. You know, it's it's really cool. Do you instantly like, like if they say don't think about this, you're like thinking about it like right after the fact. So my wife Lauren taught me uh, that a key thing of meditation is, you know how like on our phones you could you know you, you could you could swipe screen to screen left right. Mm -hmm. um, she she always told me when a thought interrupts your meditation picture in your mind picture that thought and swiping it left all right and that's not a tinder reference how right? long all right <laughs> how long do you how long is your guided meditation 10 minutes 10 minutes start to finish yep i do the i i, I it all started because i started doing the miracle morning what, what the miracle that? morning is a book by i forgot his name i'll put it in the notes um and it's it's basically one hour of your morning. You wake up with enough time for one hour, and it's a time of silence, so meditation, affirmations, uh, visualization, exercising, and journaling, or reading. Yeah, and you you come you divide it up so it all fits in one hour, and that's what I've been doing. I've been doing that for two weeks. That's where the meditation came in, and uh, instead of exercise, I do yoga. Because uh, I'm always broken from CrossFit, <laughs> but I love CrossFit and I will never stop doing it. I'm wearing no. actually George and I are both wearing CrossFit shirt. He's wearing Rogue. Yes, I'm wearing uh, re some, a shirt, nice flamingo shirt design from CrossFit. That like I got. ninety percent of my what I wear is yeah, like at leisure, athletic related. Like I love it. Yeah. Oh, another that's yeah, another thing. A lot of Moakas out there are. I don't know how you do CrossFit. I can't do CrossFit, and I'm like, well, you yes, you can. Yeah. Yes, 100%. you can. One hundred percent. 
Yeah, like this is the time to do it. 100%. It's, it, you know, you, you can't just, I was on, uh, well, George is also, uh, or was, or is, or will be again on another podcast, the Team Soul podcast, right? Yeah. All right, and, uh, and I was a guest on the Team Soul podcast, and on that podcast I talked about how men of a certain age should probably not be engaging in these like running for an hour or things that are like really melting off your muscle mass. Uh, you know, like running up for 10 miles a day, I don't think it's really good for what I mean, a lot you, of guys want. I would say that I would say that if the idea is to you got to find what you love, right? Right. And so generally speaking, I think with re, speaking to men of a certain age, I think it's super important that there be some sort of like physical activity, Absolutely. a daily physical activity. You know, and I think that it should involve some it should involve you with like it should be breathing heavy, you know, and sometimes you move some heavy weights, you know. Um, you know, when I what I love about what I do love about CrossFit is that it is Con- is always constantly varied. Absolutely. What is it? What is it? Constantly varied functional fitness at a move at a high intensity. At a high intensity, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's never like we go to the the great thing about the gym that we go to, CrossFit Soul, is that you walk in. I mean, in really any CrossFit gym, um, we like I love CrossFit Soul because I feel like personally they're the best people doing this in South Florida. Correct. Um, and so you walk into the gym. You don't have to think about it. Like you really ninety five percent of the effort is like arriving and walking into the front door because you, the workout is already done for you, the equipment is already laid out for you, like all you have to do is show up. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to, it's not like going to you know a global gym and, and having to think about like, oh, what am I gonna do today? Is it a leg day, is it a press day, is it a chest day, is it a, am I gonna have to get on the treadmill and run for 30 minutes? Like I know that now because of having done CrossFit for 10 years, I could go to a global gym and figure out how to work out because I've been doing it for so long. Yeah, you designed the workout this morning and it kicked it was my good, ass. Right? It, was it was phenomenal. Good. <laughs> I loved it. Oh. But it, t- it took, it, honestly, it took that much time to figure it out because yeah. at the, in the beginning, why CrossFit worked for me so, so well was because I didn't know. Mm. And I didn't want to like, to me, the monot- like routine was, was, was the kryptonite. Mm. I remember going to my first, first, first ever CrossFit workout um, and being very out of shape, probably close to 300 pounds, mm. um, and thinking to myself, after getting my ass handed to me, I can do this. Right. This is something, it was, I, I remember feeling like it was fun, like the whole thing felt like it was over and done with, like top to bottom, you know, start to finish. From the moment like I like they greeted the class to the moment I was walking out was an hour, mm. um, and the workout itself was maybe like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, um, and I remember thinking like, I can do this if I just show up every day. Yeah, and do what they're gonna tell me to do. Like this is something that I can do, mm. you know, and like, and between then and now, like a ton of shit has happened. Yeah. Right. Um, but where I'm at now today, like it's like recently I just, I just decided like I, what I like about CrossFit is I know that I can go back to it 
and I can get the workout in. It's in and out in an hour. Like my fitness is going to improve. Like my body composition is going to improve, which is like where we're at right now. Yes. We just want to like, you know, be shirtless Ooh. for the open. Today was my first shirtless workout, by Carlos the way. Carlos worked out shirtless, guys. For the first time ever. How good did it feel? It felt amazing. I don't know when I'm going to do it next, but damn, that felt good. It feels really nice. It feels really it good. It feels really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so You get it now, right? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I can't say I'm going to do it at the box yet. I have a very, uh, I have a very distorted image of myself, and I'm working on that. You need I'm a working tan. on that. You need a tan. I definitely need a tan. <laughs> I definitely need a tan. I, I've, I've used the fact that I'm heavily tattooed to not tan, but you know what? George has made me realize I need to tan, and we're gonna tan. make it happen. We're gonna make it happen. And today I got, I got some sun. It was sunny when we were doing our wad outside. It was fantastic. I, uh, I, you know, all those things you said. Are, are super, it's, it's very, it's motivating and it's inspiring and, 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 and it's, it's so true. I mean, that's, that's what I feel that, you know, um, a, a, um, a fitness community, so we don't have to, without narrowing it down to CrossFit, but like a fitness community is so important because, you know, for me, I, I needed a community. One thing that a lot of men of a certain age don't have is a community and they don't realize that they don't have that. I get that. They I don't realize they don't like have that. You, I don't know what it's like to be. I don't know what it's like to be a dad. I don't know what it's like to be like the like. I don't know. I don't understand that experience. Um, and so, but I can only imagine. Like in my head, I have this idea of this guy who's like our age. Maybe I went to high school with him, and like he was cool, and like he felt really good at one point in time, and now like things haven't worked out great or like he just is like stuck in a rut right. um and i hate the idea of like people being out there just feeling stuck and then getting swept up in toxic shit yep you know what i mean yeah man. and like finding like just like 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 i don't know like feeling like they're left out or like like and this is gonna be sound like quasi-political but like so many people i there's like so many like I see pictures of like like men, it's like yelling and screaming and being very upset, right? You know, because like this country has left them behind because they feel like they're unseen, and like if they took the, all that energy that they're putting towards like toxic stuff and like, you know, went to a CrossFit gym. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just go. Just work yeah, out. I know. Just well, go work out. You know, or like it, it, you know, it, it, breathe a little. Or I. I'm, I'm so excited about this project because in, in my world, it's, it's like I get, I've gotten the, the backstage stuff. Like I get the behind the scene phone calls. So all these guys that, you know, I always remember that scene in Fight Club. And there's a scene where, where Brad Pitt is, he's, he's in the tub and, you know, he's uh, like, you know, he's, he's putting like a towel on his face and Ed Norton is on the toilet and he's like you know clipping his toenails and and then and then brad pitt goes into this monologue about how well you know always trying to please my dad right and so dad you know i graduated high school what now go to college all right dad i graduated college what's next get a job right okay dad i got a job what now get married right and and i feel like a lot a lot of guys they just get on this treadmill and they're checking off boxes and then before they know it, they have the house, they have the wife, they have the kids, they have the career. And all of a sudden it's like, what now? Right? And 
I get these phone calls. I know it's a thing. See, this is, I know it's a thing. Hey, Carlos, I'm calling you. I need help. Why? I feel this. I feel depressed. I feel anxious. My first question, have you talked to your wife or your significant other about it? No. No, they can't know. No. Why not? Um, I don't, it's, no, I mean, no, I mean, I got, you know, like, no, I don't know. Explain it to me. Carlos, come on, man, you know, I mean, you know, like, you know, we're the guys, we're the, we're the men, you know, we're supposed to have it all together. No, no, you're not. You're not supposed to have, now, more than ever, 2019, not supposed to have it all together. Nope. Our generation had to go through a tremendous recession. We had to go through the housing crash. We, a lot of people in our age group lost their homes. I'm one of them. Um, no, we're not supposed to have it all together. We've been carrying a lot of anxiety and stress for the last seven to eight years. Who's your community? Oh, uh, I hang out with one of my buddies and we go have a beer every once in a while. You go hang out with one of your friends every once in a while to grab a beer. And I bet like that that's time, not a community. I bet that's his cherished time. That is his cherished time, which you could do so much more. And not, the requirement, that bucket of life, is that's like a drop. Yeah. That's a drop. And to so many guys, that's like, oh, I filled my bucket. Let me go back. Like, I, 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 a lot of people aren't a fan of his. I was when he did stand up at first. Dane Cook. Dane Cook in his, in his, I was uh, guilty, not his movies, not his movies, but his first standup, his first standup, he said, he said, I'm, I'm late for my shitty life, right? And I'm not saying people have a shitty life, but what I'm saying is that there's this concept of, okay, well, all right, I, I hung out with my friend, but I got to go now because I got to go back to, you know, this life that makes me miserable. It, no, that life doesn't make you miserable. It's that you're not balancing it out with other things. That's a beautiful life. Having kids is beautiful or having a significant other and having a great yeah. relationship, a great marriage is beautiful. You know, you shouldn't look at your significant other as the reason you're miserable because it's not you are making yourself miserable and you need to make choices to, to change that. And a community is a huge part of that. And I guarantee if I, I there's no, I don't know of any studies yet, but if there were a study conducted, I would say that a good healthy amount of 35 plus year old men do not have a community. You're right. You're right. And like we, this idea started because we, we talk and we talk like this a all lot. the time. And I, you know, and I remember asking you like, when was the last time you heard anybody saying anything like this that other people could be like, yeah. And you looked at me like, uh, never. <laughs> no. And this Never. is what this is going to be. This is what it's going to be. Gonna be. It's like we haven't even scratched like, the surface. No, I mean, no, we haven't just, scratched the surface. This is just how, the trailer. We're, we're like an hour in. Okay. And this is just the trailer because there's a lot of, like I said, in my mind, I'm trying to go back to all these phone calls. And for my friends who are going to support and listen to this, you know who you are, who have called me on the side, texted me on the side. I am miserable. It's not, and just so that you and like on the other side, like I know you said like wife, kids, house, stuff like that. Yeah. There is there's a, in gay culture and then gay male culture. There are like other touchstones that 
people feel like very out of space with and especially like which father, I want to learn more about by say, the way. father time is not is not our friend especially in gay culture like the idea of the aging gay male is something that is like ew oh really ew no one like ew for real yeah yeah especially like for a long time like it was like so there's no like there, that I mean, silver fox that, well, sure. I mean, there's gonna, yes, there's definitely like there's listen, there's somebody out there for everybody and right. there's a community for people to get involved with everywhere. Okay. Uh, and, and like there'll be we'll do this another time. Right. But for the most part, like there is like the ideal like there is a there is a there's an image of like male like perfection and it's all vanity based. It's what mm. you look like. And that is like the ideal that is held up as to be like what we are all striving for. And the moment that you start to decay, start to age, you're like, you're no longer desirable. And mm. there's so much of like self-worth that's like tied to desirability, which leads into like a bunch of other like, you know, mental health nonsense. Um, and you know, wow, it's all tied. It's all, it's all together. Yeah. It's all, and you it know, is all together. Yeah. It is all together. And, yeah. and listen, we're living longer, I think than ever before. Yes. Um, and, I, you know, the, what I, you and I have like, I think we're both in a place where we're really, really happy oh, yeah. with what's going on in our lives. Oh, absolutely. Which isn't to say that we don't have like goals and aspirations for things that we really want. Of course. You know, like both like physically vanity, mentally, financially, fiscally, all that stuff. All that stuff, of and course. I, like, I know that I'm this, this project I think is like, kind of like our conduit to get ourselves and our peeps and our moakas. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and and our woakas. And woakas too. That was about <laughs> and to our say. And non-gender conforming woakas. I, I was about to say because, you know, there's moakas who like that are extremely happy with their lives and 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 they still reach out to me for other things because we all have our struggles and and um and, and I, I think that, yeah, I think this is, uh, you know, beneficial. I like the Wawakas, yes. I think that they, the Wawakas will, women of a certain age, will benefit from this too, I think. I really think we, we could really, like, through open dialogue, there's so much that we can create, topics that we can make okay to talk about. Just have the conversation. Like, have so, there's, like, every experience, you, I think, is drawn from, um, I'd like, yeah, you could draw so much from people's experiences. Oh yeah. There's not one way of like, there's no one way to live a life. Right. You know, what you just said is super, that, that, you know, fascinates me and you know, that I, I never thought about that in what you were talking about. Listen, gay, like gay your culture. idea, Matt, we're going to like, we will get it. I'm sure that we're going to, there's going to be that conversation. We talk about like what your version of masculinity is and growing up a certain way yeah. and have being the, like being what it is to be. We've both been sons. Yeah. Um, I, is your father still alive? I actually never met my biological father. So, okay. Yeah. And uh, but um, my mom remarried. That's another show. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> uh, my mom remarried when I was one. Okay. To this awesome human being, awesome man, uh, and he taught me how to be a man because he was not that guy. He was not the, you know, if you don't know how to mow a lawn, you're not a man, right? He he was he he showed me nothing but love it was hugs it was support it was conversations never raised his voice at me i respect him so much 
um, and he is my father. Like that's yeah. so that, I was fortunate. My mom made a really good choice with him, and uh, and and yeah. But is he still with us? It, yes, he is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, they they they, um, they are retired. They live in in uh, Santiago, Chile, and they're actually coming to visit in two weeks. Nice. And they'll, yeah, they'll be here for a couple months. Yeah. So um, he's a very very funny guy. Serious. He's funny, and you have but it things will go over your head because he'll be funny without smiling. And I, I, I get part of my humor from him. Uh-huh. Um, so, so yeah, but we will have these conversations of, you know, that when I encounter, you know, male figures where it's kind of like this alpha male, the alpha male concept, I got to be the alpha male. And I'm like, I don't connect with that. That's the alpha male is if you got your shit together and you're, you're strong, smart, healthy, that's what being a man is. You know what I mean? Like, that's, to me, but we can, you know, it, maybe that'll be another episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was, you know, and, and it's funny, because uh, with gay culture, I got introduced to gay culture early in my life. So, my, with through my older cousin that I've spoken to you mm-hmm. about. Hi, Fernanda. And she, when in her teenage years, all her friends were, were gay. And I hung out with her a lot, because I didn't have any friends in middle school. Yeah. So, that's another... You got An- lucky. Another episode. That's lucky. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it I was hated middle cool. school. I wish I would have had like a nice, strong lesbian cousin. <laughs> no, no, she wasn't gay though. Oh damn! No, she wasn't gay. Sorry. She just had gay friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she's. Oh, she's, even yeah, better. She's straight, been, married. That would have been you know, amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so uh, very, very interesting. So we have a lot to talk about, and uh, I think we did it. I think we did it. Yeah. I, I think, we did one. Yeah, because I think this was like the perfect. I hope that a it recorded. Yes, I think it's, <laughs> I, it was still recorded. I I think we this was like the perfect kind of like not like super intense roller coaster ride, but kind of like maybe like the semi middle range roller coaster Listen, it, ride. You gotta people, get the Greer's ride. Yeah, yeah. You gotta find its way. And if you're like, well, the ball know, has to start rolling somehow. My my hope is that somebody will say. What the fuck did I just listen to? But damn, I want to listen to it again. Yeah, that's my that's my only hope right now. There's more. Uh, we're gonna have guests. We have guests already lined up, and you know, with time, we'll start bringing them on. Uh, and 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 but um, are we gonna start posting to social media? We 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 could. Should we give people our social media account? Absolutely, please do. It is we. I guess you can follow us on Instagram. Maybe I'll post. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna post. We're gonna make our first Instagram story right now. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna okay, hold on. Oh, we're doing this we're doing we're this. We're doing this live. Live. We're, we are here. We're doing this is our first Instagram post. Yes. So What's you can follow us here at Moaka X Media on Instagram. I love it. And I think it's Moaka Media at Gmail is our, our email. So you can send us Ideas, comments, concerns. Anything you want. Anything you want. Um, And here's to the next time. We'll post again soon. Bye. Bye. Yes.